Good morning, everybody. My name is Dennis, and I get to serve in this move of God's spirit, a beautiful, racially diverse group of Jesus followers called the Bridge Church. Thank you for joining us today. Right before this Sunday online experience begins, we have a virtual coffee hangout on Zoom from 9.30 to 9.59 a.m. We get to share with one another, get a few laughs in. And I remember sharing on Pentecost Sunday, May 31st, that it was time to stop playing patty cake and rise up under the empowerment of God's spirit to be a greater blessing to God and to people. Patty cake, if you don't, if you don't know what it's about, it's a, it's a nursery rhyme with hand motions that you play with babies and young toddlers to engage with them, play with them, have fun with them. Now you can tell that I'm a parent because I'm talking about nursery rhymes. When I asked one of my younger brothers with no kids if he understood the reference, <laughs> Pastor Maddie, he didn't have a clue. So for those of you who don't know how it goes, for whatever reason, here you go. Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man, bake me a cake as fast as you can. Roll them, roll them, roll them, and put them in the pan. Well, that's the version that we do at my house anyway. Now, for an infant, toddler, that's a blast. Laughter usually follows with that glimmer, that spark in the eye. That sense that says, let's do it again. Well, stay with me here, because like a painting has framing that helps us appreciate the art, helps us contextualize the art, I shared that part of the stop playing patty cake as a matter of expression a framing, if you will, to help understand the urgency, the timing, and the intensity I believe we have been shifted into. We're definitely gaining new strength in the Lord. Just last week on that same virtual Zoom call, we sent such agreement about the repentance necessary in our own lives and the time of decision facing all of us. Another part of the framing deals with our current series on praise and guarding our hearts. We could all use a lift right now that is available on our YouTube channel for you to catch up on. So one more part of the framing, a prayer directive from Holy Spirit out of Hebrews 6 for our warning, encouragement, and direction that the Lord woke me up with this week that I've been praying for us and many of you individually by name. So with all that context, all that framing, let's work from the title today, Courage to Move Forward. Courage to Move Forward. Courage to Move Forward. If you're in the chat room, go on and write that in there. Help me get the word out. Courage to Move Forward. Okay, and remember today... And the last Sunday of June, we have these shortened online services so that we can then gather together on a live phone call to pray for 20 minutes from 1040 to 11 a.m. So come on, y'all. Let's get to Hebrews 6. I'll be reading from the ESV version, verses 1 through 12. Therefore, let us leave. Let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity. 
not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instruction about washings, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit and have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the age to come and then have fallen away to restore them again to repentance since they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm and holding him up to contempt. For land that has drunk the rain that often falls on it and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed, and its end is to be burned. Though we speak in this way, yet in your case, beloved, we feel sure of better things, things that belong to salvation. Now listen close. For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints as you still do. And we desire each one of you to show the same earnestness, to have the full assurance of hope until the end so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Wow and wow, right? Holy Spirit, help us understand. This time of year sees many graduations and promotions. Congrats to all those going into new grades, matriculating into new colleges and universities. We celebrate with you and we admire how you've handled the effects of COVID-19 on your graduation ceremonies with creativity and fun. I think one thing school graduations remind us of is that if we are willing to put in the effort, we can be rewarded with growth, increase, impact, effectiveness. But if we stop applying ourselves, if we stop giving ourselves to what God has given us to, we stop growing. And Hebrews 6 is a stern warning that that's risky business. It's true in all areas of our life, this applying ourselves, especially in our relationship with God. That's the part of the warning we see in Hebrews 6. We just read it together. We are to press on to maturity, leaving, leaving elementary things behind. If we had started a bit earlier in Hebrews chapter 5 toward the end, we would have read how we mature. And it's really a no-brainer for many of us. We just apply what God said as a way of life continually, what he teaches us. We continually apply ourselves and we mature. God brings the increase. Jesus would say, whoever hears these words of mine and what does them, puts them into practice. It's like a wise man who built his house where? On a rock, on a solid, on a solid foundation and a mature foundation of love, love and wisdom. 
They needed to be reminded of that as we do. The folks in Hebrew, Hebrews 6 were facing discouragement just like we are today. They needed a lift. And you know what the instruction was? Leave it behind. Leave the immaturity behind and persevere into maturity. They needed to be reminded, like us, to keep applying themselves toward what God said his goal was. His goal is maturity. Maturity. So keep graduating. Keep getting promoted. Keep growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ to be incredible lovers of God, your, your natural family, your spiritual family of all mankind. Don't settle because Hebrews 6 will tell us settling is risky business. As we celebrate, as we praise God for who he is, what we've been calling in this series, his isness. We gain and regain his courage. His courage to continue to persevere and stay on mission and not be these little fear-ridden people. Oh, I should be getting an uh, amen in that chat room about now. Because there is a direct correlation between praising God and courage to move forward. How do I move forward? Oh, friend, celebrate who God is. Our brothers and sisters in Hebrews 6, that passage we just read, found themselves sluggish and discouraged. Know what promise they were given to praise God with? Know what promise they were given to stir their hope in God? Check out verse 10. For God is not unjust. Your God, my God, he is not unjust. So as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints as you still do. Somebody just let that verse sink into your heart. Let it get deep in your spirit. God is not unjust. He won't forget. He can't forget. You are not forgotten. We are not forgotten by God, church. He will remember what we've done for him in his name, in serving the body of Christ at the bridge and everywhere he's told us to serve. He won't forget. He won't forget. He will remember. So we have our part to play, right? Our part is to celebrate God in the midst of discouragement and sluggishness through lament or praise. Both are forms of worship to God. The Bible says King David encouraged himself in the Lord. Check that passage out too. That's 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. King David, worshiping David, warrior David, didn't wait for someone to come alongside him and do what he, he took the responsibility on himself and he got to celebrating God. Why? So that the despair, so that the things that he was going through would not be the indicator of his future. He would not stay stuck. He would encourage himself in the Lord and he would keep on moving. And what about our prophet Jeremiah? 
the weeping prophet, worshiper and lamenter. He hoped in God. It's recorded in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 20 through 24, where he would say, my soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, my God, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never, somebody should say never, come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, in the midst of my sorrow and of my grieving, of my discouragement and of sluggishness, I will hope in him. You and I have not received everything God has for us in terms of maturing in his love or his specific promises to you, me, and our households. What do we do? We keep growing. We keep moving forward. We allow our praise to God. What King David would say, encouraging ourselves in the Lord to help us keep moving forward, to find the courage to move forward. So that way we last until the very end, the way that God intends for us to. Here's what we all know. We all know this. None of us wants to get stuck in spiritual kindergarten. There's a time to be in that place. And then we use God's courage through praise to move forward. The ball, as we like to say, it's in our court. We just have to decide right now in our own hearts to sign up for a lifelong journey of being an actual Jesus follower, maturing until our last day on the planet. Fresh courage comes from God as we praise him. We gain and regain the courage we need to leave the elementary things behind and press on to being the big people Jesus talked about in Matthew 28, where we are immersed in love from God and love from Jesus and in love from Holy Spirit to keep us loving God and loving neighbor as self until our last day. Now, I wanna speak a blessing today before we close, specifically over our giving. Then Pastor Maddie is gonna have more info for us, but I wanna go ahead and I wanna give thanks for the offering today. So if you would pray with me. Father, we thank you for your mercies and your faithfulness to us as expressed through your provision in finances. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for all that good news and testimonies and reports of how you are keeping us, <laughs> how you are preserving us and causing us to be a blessing in, in many ways, in some ways, like in a time of famine, only you could get glory for that. Lord, we thank you for all that is coming into the Bridge Church to make a difference for your name. We thank you and we thank you that as you say, according to your word, you give seed to the sower. We just ask you boldly for more seed to make a greater difference in loving people. In Jesus name we pray, amen.